Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, King George V changed the royal family's name 100 years ago, Crown Princess Victoria's 40th birthday, a visit to Canada House, William and Kate in Poland and Germany, and King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima unveil a new memorial for MH17 victims. So stay tuned. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. 100 years ago, King George V changed the royal family's name from the German-sounding Saxe-Coburg-Gotha to Windsor after one of Britain's oldest castles in 1917. The royal family's name became Saxe-Coburg-Gotha when Queen Victoria married Prince Albert in 1840. At the time, there was a lot of anti-German sentiment during World War I. However, it was somewhat embarrassing when a new German aircraft called a Gotha dropped a bomb on the east end of London and staged a daylight raid on a primary school which killed 18 children. This was said to prompt King George V into action to quickly change the family's name. However, the issue raised a lot of debate. The royal family weren't sure what name they should choose. There were various suggestions such as Tudor Stuart or Guelph, which was the Hanoverian family name. None of these names were considered suitable until the King's private secretary, Lord Stamfordham, suggested Windsor. After all, Windsor had a long history with the British monarchy since the town and the castle were built by William the Conqueror during the 11th century. Historian Professor Jane Ridley said the name also sounded so incredibly English as the monarchy had been based there since the Middle Ages, so it was a brilliant idea. So, on the 17th of July, 1917, the King issued a royal proclamation changing the royal family's house and surname, declaring that they would be styled and known as the House and Family of Windsor and that they would relinquish and discontinue the use of all German titles and dignities. Professor Ridley said it was, quote, a clever piece of branding, end of quote, and a very good move in the long term. Britain's Royal Mint has marked this historic anniversary with a commemorative five-pound coin which features Windsor Castle's round tower. Visit www.royalmint.com to find out more details about the House of Windsor coin. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Victoria of Sweden celebrated her 40th birthday with celebrations on the 14th and the 15th of July in Stockholm and on the island of Holland. The day started off with a Te Deum Thanksgiving service in the Royal Chapel, followed by a reception in Lowgarden. The Prime Minister, Stefan Lofton, parliamentary representatives, government officials and staff from the Royal Court were present. Well wishes turned out in droves to catch a glimpse of the Crown Princess and lined the streets when she and her family rode in a carriage throughout Stockholm. The local Sweden reported it was a lovely day in Stockholm, 20 degrees Celsius and blue sky. 
the royal family flew to Ireland for more celebrations, including the Victoria Day concert and well-wishers calling in at Solidon Palace, bringing flowers and gifts. According to a recent poll, the Crown Princess is said to be the most popular member of the Swedish royal family, and she is said to be so down to earth. Millions turned out on the streets of Stockholm to greet the newlyweds when Crown Princess Victoria married her personal trainer, Daniel Westling, in 2010. However, 40% thought her father, King Carl Gustav, should retire and hand over the throne to his eldest daughter. However, King Carl Gustav, who inherited the Swedish throne in 1973, said he has no plans to retire just yet. He celebrated the 40th anniversary of his reign in 2013. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh visited Canada House in London on Wednesday the 19th of July to celebrate Canada's 150th anniversary of Federation. The Queen and Prince Philip viewed a special exhibition curated by the Royal Collection Trust with lots of artefacts and displays celebrating Canada 150. The exhibition centred around four themes, Canada in London, Canadian art in the Royal Collection, Indigenous relations and the family relationship. Items from the Royal Archives include an original program from when King George V officially opened Canada House in 1925, a copper plate with sunburst design and hockey memorabilia which had been presented to the Queen on various Canadian tours. The Queen and Prince Philip met young Canadians, business leaders, artists, entrepreneurs and members of Indigenous communities at the reception. Outgoing Governor-General David Johnston presented the Queen with a Sapphire Jubilee gift. A new Jubilee walkway panel, which was an initiative of the Outdoor Trust, was unveiled outside Canada House. This was said to be Prince Philip's last official engagement before he retires in August 2017. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have arrived in Warsaw accompanied by Prince George and Princess Charlotte at the beginning of their five-day royal visit to Poland and Germany. The Foreign and Commonwealth Office organised this five-day official visit. The Duke and Duchess received a warm welcome at Warsaw Airport when they stepped onto Polish soil with Prince George and Princess Charlotte. The Polish President and the First Lady officially welcomed the Duke and the Duchess at the Presidential Palace. They visited the Warsaw Rising Museum and a former Nazi German concentration camp, attended a garden party reception at the Orangery in Lazienski Park, travelled to experience a traditional Polish market where they received a warm welcome from well-wishers. Then the Duke and Duchess flew to Germany where Chancellor Angela Merkel gave an official welcome. The Duke and Duchess stopped at the historic Brandenburg Gate. They also visited a Holocaust memorial before travelling to Strassenkinder, a charity which supports young people from disadvantaged backgrounds. The British ambassador hosted a Queen's birthday garden party at his residence. Prince William gave a speech and delivered a message from the Queen. Details of the speech can be found on our website at rightrollroundup.com.au with this week's show. The royal couple visited Heidelberg where they had a go at making pretzels and participated in a boat race. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. 
or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima unveiled a new memorial for the victims of Flight MH17 at Fifehausen near Amsterdam Schiphol Airport on Monday the 17th of July 2017. The Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte was also present. Some 2,000 relatives of the victims of the MH17 disaster from all over the world attended the memorial service. Malaysian Airlines flight MH17 had departed from Schiphol Airport for Kuala Lumpur when it was shot down whilst flying over the eastern Ukraine on the 17th of July 2014. About 15 crew members and 298 passengers, including 193 Dutch, 10 British and 27 Australians, lost their lives. It is a lasting place for the memory and commemorations of the victims. Each of the 298 victims is commemorated with their own tree with a plaque. Together they form the memory forest, which is shaped like a big green ribbon. King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima, with 17 children from the Fifehausen, all carrying sunflowers, walked past the memorial before visiting the memory forest. The memorial is in the middle of the forest and has the shape of an eye that looks up. The names of the victims are engraved on this iris. Dutch landscape architect Robert D. Koning designed the tree ribbon, whilst artist Ronald A. Westerhouse created the memorial. King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima met with relatives of the victims in a reception which was held afterwards. The National Monument MH17 opened to the public on Tuesday, the 18th of July. As we said earlier, it is located near Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam and it is easily accessible for both national and international visitors. For more details, visit www.monumentmh17.nl/english. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Ride Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.